With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. John, what, what's his face? John Barrowman. Twenty-two people just twenty-two people just stopped listening to the show. A minute into the I'm show, they, they've just stopped listening. He's an actor, Brian. Uh, what was he in? He was in Doctor Who, and he was in uh, Torchwood, among other things. Yeah, nope. Sorry. He's also in, according to uh, Wikipedia, he's also in John Barrowman's Pet Hospital. Hmm. Yep, nope, so no clue who you're talking about. Yeah, see, <sighs> this is what i got to put up with, and this is the same person who once asked me, who the hell is Ben Kingsley? <clears throat> you, you you never found out who the hell Ben Kingsley is, did you? I think I think I Googled him when Ashley told me that, but that was a while ago, so I forgot all right. Um, mm-hmm. Before we before we get going, um, got to go over a few things. First of all, um, I always forget to say this, so I'm going to say it first. Listen to us on iTunes. You can subscribe iTunes, to yeah. our yes, iTunes, Apple. Listen, it's your favorite Apple device. Listen to it now. Um, you can also subscribe to our RSS feed. You can literally listen to this show on any streaming device you own. There is no excuse as to why you're not listening to us. No, absolutely other, not. Other than something Brian and I talked about last week that I'm going to have to start off by making an announcement. Um, neither Brian or myself throughout the rest of the show will refer to each... <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't say it with a straight face. Neither Brian or myself, the rest of the show, will will refer... and. The funny thing is, Brian doesn't know what I'm about to say, so he can't nope, take over. Nope, not the slightest idea. So, <laughs> uh, I promise we will. Uh, Brian and I will not discuss breast or penile Im- enhancement this week, nor will we discuss ass rash. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> and for that reason alone, you should all subscribe to our RSS feed and. Yeah, so you can go back and listen to us from last week. Talk about ass rash. 
if that's what you like to listen to. We're not sure. If you have any suggestions on what you would like to listen to, please feel free to call us live. What's the number, Brian? The number? 999. Yeah, oh, no, sorry. That's the, co- that's oh, the cost of the WD Network. 999 a month. Hashtag that son of a bitch. 999 a month. The number to call in is 718-766-4886 to talk to us, the best brothers in the world, the most entertaining brothers in the world, next to a whole bunch. Notice he plugged the WWE Network before he plugged his own podcast. (laughs) You need the WWE Network for $9.99 a month. Oh, God. Sometimes it feels like we've been doing 999 of these episodes. 9.99 a month, Emerson. Oh, and you know what you can get? You know what you can get with the 9.99 a month, Brian? What? SummerSlam what, Sunday night. SummerSlam oh. Sunday night from Los oh, Angeles. John Cena, Brock Lesnar. Anniversary of SummerSlam. 27 years. That's almost as old as That's- me. That's as young as you. What? Uh, It's it's younger than you. It's younger than me. 27 years of SummerSlam. Yes. Good. Yes. I'm just going to ignore the fact that you called it the 27th anniversary. Um, Whatever. Um, Anyway... After SummerSlam goes off the air Sunday night, 11 p.m. Eastern Time, we will be L-I-V-E live here on the air with a SummerSlam post-show. We did not learn our lesson from Battleground a month ago, so we will be here live and in public, if you will, at 11 o'clock Eastern Time. you want to know something about Battleground, Emerson? You want to know something about Battleground? We taped the show three times. No, what? No, 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 no. You can watch Battleground on WWE Network for nine ninety nine a month. I, you know, like, I, I know I threaten you this, with this every week, but I really can disconnect your phone. <laughs> it, it's like one button right here. All I have to do is click on it, then you'll be gone. I'm starting to sound like the, the, the what's I'm calling on uh, Raw, ain't I? The announcement name on Raw. Seems like every other word out of their mouth was nine ninety nine. By the way, speaking of stuff we'll be doing on this podcast, next Wednesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, we're doing the next three episodes of Saturday Night's Main Event, 789, which is the uh, build-up and the blow-off to the Hulk Hogan-Paul Orndorff feud. Um, yes. And let's see here. Um, you know, I have something to play for you, Brian. You know, Paul Orndorff oh, was on... You know, Paul Orndorff was on Raw this past Monday. And I cursed and you out the second his music hit. Well, uh, I went to YouTube, and uh, I did what every Paul Orndorff person does. I found his commercial for the Hulkamania workout set. And I'm going to play that for us right now. Hey, how can I get muscles like you guys? Wow, Mr. Wonderful! 
beautiful. You can start by getting in shape with the Hulkamania workout set. Great! It's got everything you need. Head and wristbands, a jump rope for warming up, a hand gripper for power, dumbbells for strength, an exercise poster, and even Hulkstone workout tape. The Hulkamania workout set. You from LJN. Are you in shape yet? Yeah. Oh. All right. If that's not bad enough, somebody then voiced over that commercial and came up with an entirely new commercial. Brian, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. Well, uh, take a listen to this one. Okay. Uh, another Valentine's Day with no Valentine of my own. Why can't one of these big, brawny, oily, muscular men just be one of my Valentines? Oh my god! That's right, kid. If you want to be my valentine, you're going to need one of these. Really? That's right. It's got everything you need. I mean, if you want to be my valentine, you got to be strong. You need strong hands, strong arms. You need to follow my workout chart and buy my tapes and little booklets. That's right, the whole Hulkamania workout set. Looking pretty cute there. Whoa! Yeah! Why does it say Wait. Hulkamania if you're Mr. Wonderful? Where's the love? <laughs> I thought you'd like that. I, I have nothing to say besides the, the first couple seconds that sounded like a plea from you for Valentine's Day. Yes, I, what I'm trying right. to say is, Brian, I want, you, I want you to give me the Hulkamania workout tape for Valentine's Day. I can arrange that. Yeah, uh, I'm sure. It's on YouTube. Like, that that might be the laziest gift you could ever buy me. <laughs> um, all right. Ten minutes into the show, so why not talk about some wrestling, right? Oh, I guess. Uh, we, we got three episodes of Saturday Night's Main Event to watch. We might as well start with the first one. January 4th, 1986, live on tape from Tampa, Florida. <laughs> Are you having a heart attack over there? No, I, I, I was laughing when you said tape. Sorry. Ah, uh, okay. Sorry. Um. Anyway, the show started with Hulk Hogan getting ready for his big main event title defense by drinking raw eggs. And yeah, so, Rocky made it better, famous better. Well, my thought is that uh, maybe that would be uh, Terry Funk's best way to victory is to have Hogan get salmonella. Probably. That was probably the only time that Hogan would have lost the title in this time is if he got, like, Salmonella or something weird. Yep. Or, you know, in Mick Foley's book, uh, he talked about how he was wrestling Ron Simmons for the WCW title and joked that there would be a new champion. And Arn Anderson walked up to him and said, I don't care if that son of a bitch has a heart attack and dies. You will simply roll him on top of you. <laughs> Good old double A. Yep. Um, anyway, Hogan's drinking egg security for his match. Roddy Piper and Jesse Ventura are surrounded by beautiful women in bikinis, and they can't stop staring at the hillbillies who are in the pool. Uh, I don't know. I have nothing to say. <laughs> well, Jesse's wrestling, so uh, he has Bobby Heenan replace him at the announce booth. Um, yes. And, w- and what a match we got for, I 
I think, and I should have researched this, but I think this is the last match Jesse Ventura ever had. Um, yeah. Roddy Piper, Cowboy Bob, and Jesse the Body versus Hillbilly Jim, Uncle Elmer, and Cousin Luke, who looked like a taller, fatter, and more stoned Spike Dudley. I noticed how on WWE Network they goofed up the the little synopsis for this. It says Cousin Butch. Well. In the synopsis for this one, I'm thinking, oh, they brought in, like, it was, it's a Piper, Ventura, and Cousin Butch. I'm like, oh, they brought in one of the Bushwhackers. Bushwhackers. It says Cowboy Bob. Well, yeah, Cousin, you yeah, Butch. You expect a Butch Miller to be there instead of uh, whoever the hell this well, Luke back was? Then, well, I mean, before the Bushwhackers became the Bushwhackers, they were arguably the most vicious violent. tag team in the yeah most and, violent and vicious tag team. So, and you saw and you saw the best time for them to appear was as the six man tag team partner with uh, Hillbilly Jim and Uncle Elmer. I'm just going by what the synopsis said on WV Network. Mm-hmm. That is all. Um, this was a six-man tag that was more of a tag match with Piper and Orton versus Hillbilly and Cousin Luke with special appearances by Jesse the Body and Uncle Elmer. Um, <laughs> Cousin Luke refused to shake Roddy Piper's hand, so they got the heat on him. Um, that and the, he- the heels double-teamed him. Um, it, it actually went through a commercial break. I, I remember a lot of these matches not being as long or as horrible as they were. But... Uh, yeah. The finish was uh, Cowboy Bob KOing Luke with his cast, and Piper got the TKO win with the sleeper. Yes. What What'd you think? It was too long of a match. Any other thoughts? <laughs> it was too long of a match, and I think I do believe you are right when you said it was Ventura's last match. Yeah. I also did not do the research, but I'll take your word for it, because obviously since you are undefeated in Stump Emerson, I will take your word that this is Ventura's last match. Because I've been researching and, it. I will take your word. And, and, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, yes. we, we went outside where in a very, very important water slide competition, the Junkyard Dog cheated and beat Jimmy Hart. I skipped this. Elsewhere, Terry Funk was tanning to get ready for his title match which, like I note, is less likely to get ill from tanning than he is from drinking raw eggs. Yes. And that leads us to Hulk Hogan in his WWF title defense against Terry Funk. Uh, If you remember the last Saturday Night's main event, Terry Funk beat Junkyard Dog with shenanigans, and uh, Jimmy Hart got beat up by JYD for his trouble, so Hulk Hogan, being the swell, nice babyface he is, brought out Junkyard Dog. Yeah, and it's just stand in this corner, and this started the uh, tone of today's episode, where JYD beat up Jimmy Hart in every episode. Yes, and also and also uh, uh, Vince McMahon makes the comment at the beginning that so JYD is watching Hulk Hogan's the backside, backside of Hulk. Yep, he's watching yeah. the backside of Hulk Hogan. If you insist, Vince. Yes, that that was the major f up, you know, of the match. <laughs> yeah, um, Funk bumped all over the damn place for five minutes, and uh, but finally got down the Hulk with by choking him with tape. Um, yeah, and JYD started his run of beating up Jimmy by beating up Jimmy, and Hogan pinned the Funker with a clothesline. 
Yes, he did. He beat him with the clothesline, not the leg drop or anything else. He beat yep. him with the clothesline. Terry Funk after the, got beat with the clothesline. Yep. After the match, Terry Funk beat up the referee while Hulk Hogan stood around and celebrated. Of course, that's what Hogan does best. Stands around celebrating. And actually, I had to laugh because uh, they came back from commercial, and Ho- er, uh, Terry Funk is literally dragging Jimmy Hart to the back by his leg. <laughs> well, well, Jimmy Hart won more of JYD because Jimmy Hart can be up JYD. Mm-hmm. He's um, Ho- Hogan cut a promo saying he wanted to wrestle Funk more, and I thought, well, of course, this is like this is the first time you uh, had a a finish on a Saturday Night's Main Event match, and the guy made you look like a million bucks, <laughs> and did a clean job to boot. I'd want to wrestle him, too. Yes, of course. the butts in the seat. <laughs> well, speaking of butts in the seats, George Animal Steel was on the kitty water slide, and then Randy Savage, and I, and I uh, approve of this. I approve of this method. Randy Savage was teaching Liz to swim by throwing her off a bridge. That should be any parent's choice of teaching a child how to swim. Just throw him off a bridge. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to do that I, to I your kids. I should teach your nephew that way. I, I uh-huh. should teach your nephew oh. how to swim that way. Oh, and I'll make sure to be there when uh, uh, Nikki uh, gets divorced from you. And the way it's been going, your two-year-old niece will learn how to swim before your four-year-old nephew. Wow. <sighs> you're, you're really, like, putting pressure on your four-year-old son. To learn how to yes. swim now. Yeah. Not now, but yeah. I mean, it, it'd be yeah. nice. Brian, like, how long did it take you to uh, learn how to swim? Well, like, considering it, we it, didn't have a pool in our backyard, we went swimming, like, what, once, maybe twice every m- a month in the summertime? Still, yeah. Still, like, let, let the kid, like, he's four years old. Don't, like, teach him how to float, teach him how to doggy paddle, and... Like, well, that, yeah, that's what I mean, doggy paddle. Like, L- Lily yeah. is learning how to swimming doggy paddling before Noah is. I mean, Noah's getting there slowly, but still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, up next, we had the first match of the 2000 match series between Randy Savage and George Steele. And by my unofficial uh, tally, I believe Savage won the series 1,997-3. to and I think I'm, like, really stretching to get to three. <laughs> but I'll take your word for it that he only beat him three times because you're I'll, I'll take my own word on Summer's side. I'll, I'll take my own word for it that he actually beat him three times. <laughs> and you can take uh, that to the bank. Yeah, sure. Um, and this was also the start of the George Steele, Randy, uh, George Steele, Elizabeth, Beauty, and the Beast storyline where... George Steele is very hairy and very ugly, and Miss Elizabeth very pretty. And well, um, not sure about the not sure about the hairy part, but yeah. Yeah, last time I checked, you know, Liz didn't appear to be very hairy. Um, <laughs> and uh, this eventually, of course, evolved into the Randy Savage uh, Rick Steamboat storyline. And you'll be shocked to hear this, Brian. They had much better matches. Yeah, I believe so. I believe so, yes. Yeah. Um, Savage won with a double axe handle, which continued our streak mm, of yes. matches ending with non-finishers. Um, we got mm. the 1985 Year in Review music video airing. My 
the only thing I was shocked by was they showed Wendy Richter. Because um, out of spite, they, um, whether or not you remember this, um, the original WWF screw job was in November of 85 when they wanted, uh, when they tried to pressure Wendy to sign a new contract without uh, letting her read it first, and she refused. So she went out and they had Moolah wear a mask and shoot pin her to win the title. Yes, I do remember that. And so, I didn't at all contact her, so but I do remember that part. And so I figured out of spite they would not show Wendy in this video. I was wrong. But speaking of spite, Corporal Kirshner is next. Speaking yeah. of spite, Corporal Kirshner in a, in a peace match against Nikolai Volkov. Yes. This is a peace match. A match to promote peace. peace. Match. Yes. I had sure. some serious questions about this match. Um, if this match was all about peace between countries, shouldn't they have been teaming? Yeah, that's true. Okay, good question. Well, the the rules apparently were that combat techniques are not allowed, which I took to meaning that they're not allowed to fly planes at each other or shoot guns at each Damn. other. Or, you know, if Corporal Kirshner's pre-match routine was any indication, they're not allowed to dive into a pool at each other. Uh, I personally was hoping for a bomb. This is is Volkov bombing Corporal, but that didn't happen, so. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, that's followed up. Um, The match, basically, any time it was a fair fight, Kirshner had his way with Nikolai, but Nikolai resorted to the cheap, underhanded tactics of dropping the Corporal throat first on the top rope and then dropping the big knee on him for the win. Volkov wins the match on Saturday night's event. I'll be honest, I forgot, he, I, I forgot he won. I was like, what the hmm. what? Um, Go figure. And of course that set up their match at WrestleMania 2, which was a flag match won by Kirshner. And we'll get into flag matches later on. <laughs> As I was watching this match, it made me miss our old... I think they were like ten inch, ten inches. Those really hard plastic wrestlers. Oh, do I remember we had a corporal one, and we had no idea who the fuck it was. No, no, no. We didn't know who the fuck Rick Steamboat was. was we had a we had Steamboat no idea. one. Yes, it was like plain black pants, black hair, and a black headband. We had no idea who he was. I think we thought it was I Rambo. I, think I barely remember. This. I, th- I think I vainly remember this, but yes, I do remember having a corporal and a Nikolai Volkov, and I instantly, my memory uh, came back to me of us playing with them, playing with a little hard I, I just remember way back in the day. I just, I, I just remember hitting each other with them and not being allowed to play with them anymore. Well, that's a lot of objects that we probably should have never been allowed to play with as much as you and I hit each other throughout our years. Yep, much like how the living room should never have had any knickknacks in them because your head yeah. would invariably hit off of them. Yeah, I, I tend to think... Yes. That fireplace, I, I, that damn fireplace. I think I think you would have been like a genius if I wouldn't have kept hitting the back of your head off different hard objects. <laughs> like, I can only imagine how many brain you. cells... I can only imagine how many brain cells you uh, lost by smashing the back of your head off shit. Uh, well, yes. it's time for the last match, the weirdest match, especially when they actually had it, 
Rick Steamboat and Junkyard Dog, yes, JYD is back, teaming up with uh, to go two-on-two with the Magnificent Morocco and Mr. Fuji. And Fuji, in his pre-match promo, said that in his country, they cook and eat dogs. So that was hmm. going to set the stage for this. This match was a weird match, but for different reasons than most would think. I don't know if you noticed this, Brian. Every time Don Morocco got into the ring, he was beaten down and got very little of any offense. And then Fuji would tag in, and he would have no problems at all beating up uh, JYD or Steamboat. It's fucking Mr. Fuji. Do you doubt his, do you doubt his skill? I That's do. Like I do. Doubting El Dandy. How dare you doubt El Dandy? He's a serious person. professional. Well, let's hear the finish of the match. Uh, Dragon had Morocco beat, but Fuji ran in to make the save. JYD then uh, took Fuji down with a headbutt and covered him, and because Don Morocco was too fat and slow to make the save, he got the pin. That fat bastard. That fat ass. Fucking bastard. Fuji should throw salt at him and cost him his world heavyweight title. Not that Morocco was ever world heavyweight champion, yes. No, he was not world heavyweight champion. I know. I'm channeling my inner Bret Hart, you know? I started with the El Dandy thing, and then, yeah, I jumped to WrestleMania 99 when Fuji threw salt in Bret Hart's eyes and cost him the match. Yeah. Wow. You were yeah. really stretching to get to that. I was. See, I was. Hey, do you remember when uh, Samoa Joe got attacked and kidnapped by ninjas on TNA that time? Yeah. Who was behind that? Was it Taz? No, nobody. He just came back like a month later and nobody bothered to ask what the hell happened or, you know, come up with a reason as to how he got away. He Maybe was he was a Ninja Turtle. Yeah, no. Well, anyway, while searching on YouTube for that previous Paul Orndorff clip, I found another clip, and this was of somebody. This was of somebody discussing the uh, uh, Samoa Joe being kidnapped by ninja, by ninjas angle. But he was abducted by ninjas! Ninjas! Call the cops! There are ninjas kidnapping people on TV. The cops! Did no one get a license plate? Do nin- ninjas kidnapping TV? <laughs> What'd you think? Why is it? Why is it FBI when the NWO beat the shit out of the four horsemen, the Rey Mysterio? But no one got the freaking license plate of the ninjas who stole Samoa Joe. What the hell? They stole, they stole Samoa Joe. A kidnapper, whatever hell he did. <laughs> I imagine Dixie calling the police. Yeah, somebody stole our Samoa Joe. What? <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we have a Samoa Joe. It got stolen. <laughs> Sounds like something Vince Russo would do. Yo, bro, 
you see, bro, it was like this, bro. They the bro they came in, bro, and they kidnapped, bro, Samoa Joe. Oh, bro, and bro, Joe, bro. And bro, you know Samoa Joe, bro. He's he's a bro, Joe. And yeah, I'm sorry, I can't uh, get that really thick New York accent. That you bastard. I did. I, I, plus, I don't think I said bro enough. True, bro. Yeah, bro. Um, so. Hey, well, yo, bro. <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Daylight coming, me wanna come, bro. <laughs> me say bro, me say bro, me say bro, yo. You know, I actually think it was a good thing for a good thing for you to uh, extend us past the half hour because we've only got one? through one Saturday night's main event and it's already a half hour into the Third. show. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's progress. Last week, I think we were 40 minutes before we got done the first show. That's so, true. trying to speed, trying to speed things up, Brian. And with well, that, we go to with that we go to Phoenix, Arizona, for oh. uh, the big uh, for the big Saturday night's main event before WrestleMania two. Ooh. <sighs> Ooh. Yes. So we open the show with Mr. T being an asshole and. Mean Gene tried to get pre-match comments, and then being an Mr. asshole to both. Mr. T's mom did not his... appreciate it, him being an asshole. Well, and then he was an asshole to both Mr. his sparring partners and to Sylvester. What the hell are you talking? Who are you talking to? Hold the phone up to your mouth, Brian. Right, so Mr. T, who loves his mom very much, should not have been an asshole. But I'm sure his mom, who he loves very much, on every day of the year, not just Mother's Day, but Veterans Day, Valentine's Day. Father's, Father's Day, Day, Christmas Saint Day, pa- Saint Patrick's Day, oh, Guy, Guy Fox Day, yeah. Fox well, Day. Yeah. Um, well, we open the mat show with a boxing match, boxing Bob Orton because he just can't go away versus Mister T. And uh, I always wondered what the pre-match advice was for a boxing match. Okay, punch him, and then punch him again, and then punch him. And also, don't get punched. And there's your advice. Um, you'd be an awesome night. coach for boxing, a prep coach. For, I, uh, I, you'd I be agree. the best. I agree. Um, it's Saturday Night's Main Event, so of course, this match ends in a DQ. Um was it and, DQ? No, I, I thought the yeah. I thought the bell rang after Mr. T knocked him out of the ring for a count. Uh, I don't think it ended with a uh, DQ. It was basically a DQ. Pandelirium broke out. Orton gave Mr. T a knee, and it was all just bullshit. And some, somehow the referee didn't see everyone hitting each other with crap that wasn't rest, that wasn't boxing moves. And by boxing moves, I mean Punches. Hmm. Yeah. After the bout, after the bout, Rod Roddy Piper got into the ring and wanted to have a bare knuckled fight with Mr. T, and so Cowboy Bob attacked Mr. T from behind, and we had a double team, complete with Piper attacking T with a belt. Yes, I took it to the diatessie for the working man and woman. For the love of Christ. Stop stealing other podcasts' 
gimmicks. Sorry. A sip of Diet Pepsi for the non-working woman in the end? Better? Folks, no. I'm, no. folks I'm looking for a new co-host. Uh, do you think you can do a better job? 718-766-4886. We do auditions live on the air. <laughs> uh, King Kong Bundy versus Steve Gator Wolf. It went exactly as long as you expect a match between King Kong Bundy and Steve Gator Wolf to last. My one single note for this match is, must we review this match? Yes. That was my only note, Brian, and I just skipped over Brian, it. I, I want you to break down this match in full detail. Okay. Next. That's not full detail. Um. Next. Better? No, not better. What okay, what okay. move did he Jay use? Jay's locked up. Jay's locked up. Mm-hmm. Bundy knocked him in the corner, gave him an avalanche. It's ended. Next. Was that close? And what, how many stars did you give that match? I'm going to say half a star. Next. You, you gave it half of a star. I don't know. I gave because, it at least because, three quarters. Because, no, I'm going to give it half I because get, of Gator Wolf. They combined uh, two animals names in a one and made a lot of paint. I, I don't so, know. Yeah, I, I gave I, I gave this match at least three quarters of a star, and you know uh, that. Uh, God, I knew I could get two minutes of discussion on that match. Um, Mr. Fuji is sick with the Asian flu, but oh, being the swell, that's being, being the swell guy he is. He flew from Hawaii to Phoenix just so he could lay down on the bench backstage with an ice yes. pack and go, ooh, ooh. <laughs> and it looks like a whoopee cushion, too. And now the reason why I bring up Mr. Fuji's racist illness is because Bobby Heenan had to step in now and manage Don Morocco in his quest <laughs> at the World's Heavyweight Championship. You know and what? I'll tell you this right now. I'll tell you this right now. If every single match at December to December has Bobby the Brain Heenan and, and has a manager, I would enjoy that pay-per-view so much more than what I do. Considering the guy could barely talk at the time, and you, uh, yeah, I don't that would have been so much If he would have been on the announced team for December to December, I would have watched it. Hell, if he would be if he would be in the movie yep. that you told me I have to watch and I refuse to watch it, the room it's so horrible I catch the room. If he was in hey, you don't know movie, he, you don't you don't. Hey, you don't know he's not in that. I know he's not in that. I looked at who's in the movie. I didn't recognize a single person. If he was in that movie, Greg's, I would probably Tom, watch it. Tommy was so Greg Sestero. Maybe those are pseudonyms for Bobby Heenan. Nope. Nope. You're, you're a piece of work. You know that, Brian? <laughs> yes. I would well, watch we, that movie if he was in it. You'll never know until you watch it. Maybe he's in a deleted nope. scene. Yeah. Nope. Well. No, he has to be in the movie, not in a deleted scene of the movie. He has to be in the movie. Okay. Well, we'll see about that. He has to be in the footage um, that made the movie. Okay. <sighs> Don't worry. I'll take care of that. Um... Um, this was the first, this is one of the first times Hulk Hogan used real American as a theme, which of course I found funny because 
Uh, the announcers made such a big deal about it. And this being the WWE Network, they, of course, have been using that for all of his matches beforehand instead of chunking out the money for Eye of the Tiger, which was Hogan's theme beforehand. So I just thought it was funny listening to them make such a big deal about it. And for most people who don't, who didn't know any better, it's like, what the hell are they talking about? He's been using it for a year, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. let's the see the highlight. The highlight of this match was I thought Jesse Ventura said that Don Rock was trying to wipe Hogan's suntan off of his butt, but turns out he actually said his body. I had to go back and re-listen hmm. to that. Yeah. Of course you would go uh, back and re-listen to it. I'm not surprised. Well, I had to make sure he didn't actually say that. Um, let's see here. Don Rocco, who if you remember, couldn't string together two moves in the tag team match last time. Um, beat down Hogan for minutes on end until it was time for Hogan to no-sell everything. Yes. Um, Bundy ran in for the DQ. Uh, however, uh, and Don Morocco then helped beat uh, up Hogan. But uh, the big thing about this, and you know, shows you how smart they were back in 1986 as opposed to now, Hogan had Morocco beat. It wasn't like mm-hmm. Don Morocco it wasn't like Don Morocco was close to winning the title, and then King Kong Bundy ran and attacked Hogan, and then Morocco's like, ah, screw it, and helped beat down Hogan. No, Morocco was dead to the world, and Bundy didn't let Hogan actually win the match. And uh, Bundy then uh, gave him the avalanche in the corner, which set up the cage match at WrestleMania 2. I still yeah, don't know how that Hogan was. Hogan with eight reds. Yes. He had the DDP rib tape, which, yes. yeah. Um, British Bulldogs, the assholes they are, waited until Hogan was unconscious in the ring to run in and make the save. Typical Brits. <laughs> yep. And that leads us to the Tag Team Championship, Dream Team versus the British Assholes. And <laughs> the assholes got theirs. Um, yes, they did. It was a revenge for, for screwing over Hogan and causing yes. Hogan broken ribs to culture over the broken part. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vince nicely pointed out that Davy Boy had a stomach, at least compared to Dynamite Six Pack. Keep in yes. mind that he's in, a, he's in a match with Greg Valentine and Brutus Beefcake, who both had a stomach, and Don Morocco was in the last match, and he weighed 300 pounds. A fact. Yes. <laughs> Not um, to mention but, McMahon's lovely commentating on the next match featuring Adrian Adonis. Well, oh no, that was that was a six theory thing. I mean, that's no, no, that, that's, well, well, we do have well, that, that's another Adrian Adonis match. But yeah. um, the finish of this match saw the greatest finish ever. Greg Valentine and Dynamite yeah. Kid ran into each other, and Greg Valentine's fat ass fell on top of Dynamite Kid. And got the pinfall. His leg fell on top of it. And, of course, the referee down is three because a part of Valentine's body was on top of dynamite. So. His, his fat-ass leg. Yes. I, I, nearly, I nearly wept for joy in the next segment. I don't even remember what the hell he said, but Mean Gene was standing outside the emergency unit at the hospital. Not the oh. local... Not the local medical facility. 
uh, why doesn't anybody ever get as big a kick out of that as I do? It's like, it's not a hospital, it's the local medical facility. He could have just saved like two seconds of his life by just saying the hospital. It's like that. That's the that's latest Vinceism. That's a that's a Vinceism that just makes me laugh. Um, they aired the Hulk Hogan Real American video. That if, if you have YouTube and if you're listening to us, you sure as hell have YouTube. You can yeah, easily hunt down and see. Um, I assume Brian was sitting at home singing the song. No, actually, I skipped this part. But for your life, bum 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum. I like to find out yeah, I never skipped it. any part. I never skipped yeah. any part of the show. When it comes well, crashing down. Watching, and well, when you start watching three roughly one-hour shows, approximately two and a half hours before you're supposed to go live on air, kind of the skip the boring part. Who, who the hell told you to wait this long? You're the one who brags that you work third shift. And so all Not of your anymore. clients are... There's only I only I only researched it the last three weeks because uh-huh. I was my the the overnight person had family medical leave. Uh huh. So I was stuck, but uh-huh. not. But I am doing overnight tonight and tomorrow night. So I might, if I can get my laptop back tonight for tomorrow night, uh-huh. I might be able to watch some of it. You'll watch this week's show to talk about next week. Um, the abusive relationship of Junkyard Dog and Jimmy Hart continues next as JYE took on Adrian Adonis. Yeah. Um, this was, man. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, whatever. Um, it, it, it amazes me. It, it amazes me how wimpy referees can literally drag full muscular men off other men with very little ease, it, it just amazes me how these how it, it, it could happen. But WWE for you folks. Yeah. Um. JYD won when Adrian collided with Jimmy Hart on the apron. After the match, Adrian beat down JYD with a megaphone, and that would lead to matches between Adrian Adonis and Uncle Elmer, and then Tito Santana and JYD versus the Funks at WrestleMania. Of course. <laughs> the show ended with Mean Gene Okerlund, despite not being family, uh, being given confidential information by the doctor at the Phoenix Emergency Trauma Center um, about Hulk Hogan. I imagine that doctor got fired the next day. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. Actually, I remember Gene... patient confidentiality. Yeah. Earlier, Gene was amazed that they would not allow... Uh, all, there are video camera and microphones and tech guys into the hospital. Yeah. <sighs> well, because it was Gene Mean, he seemed his way in there. It's Gene Mean. Yeah. Close enough. Yes. Yes, it is. Or is it? Okay. I don't know. Uh oh. That's right. It's time. It's the music I love. It's the music Brian hates. Because this is the music that signals only one thing. That is, that it is time, once again, for Brian to try to stump Emerson. Sin. 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 Alrighty, so Brian... 
three weeks ago, Brian, you told me that you had the the question to ask me. This was the question that if I figured out right, we would never do this segment again because this was yeah. the hardest question you could possibly find out. And then two weeks ago, you told me we were going to do it last week. Okay? And then last week, you let me know, you know what, you were busy, you weren't able to do all the research. Um, so we postponed it until this week. The big battle. Now it's all boiled down to this, Brian. Fifteen weeks in the making. Come on, Brian. Give me the question. Tell the world and try to stump Emerson. Didn't you get my text message from earlier? That was your cue to tell me that you didn't do the question. Oh, yeah, I did do the question, Emerson. <laughs> so, wait, 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 you completely ruined that. I'm sorry. I didn't know if you got my text from earlier or not, because you didn't respond. <sighs> so, yeah, Brian had three weeks to research this one question, and he still hasn't done it. And, nope. uh And... Brian's basically quit and given up at ever basically asking me this damn question. And so instead of just telling me what the hell the stupid question was, his reply was, I'm not going to tell you the question because I need it for the question. Like, yes, I'm going to use the same question and break it down to smaller questions. Oh, because geez, I can't wait. I, for- I like to, because the reason behind me not doing this is because I like to bring joy to people who I interact with. And I know every week when I fail to stump you, it brings you joy, Emerson. So if if I stump you and end this contest, I do not bring joy to you. I will never bring Wait. joy to you. So the thing is, you're that never is going why to stump I will me. not. Huh? Exactly. You're never. So that is why I will not even take the chance of asking you that question. Is because I like to bring you joy, and I know it brings you joy. Watching, having you stumping me every single week. Uh, okay. So, it, it's it's just a joyous thing, Emerson. So this is uh, why I must stop. This is why I must not ask you that question. So when I ask you that question, just, if I would have asked you a question, I would have stumped, stumped you, and then I just would have retired from the segment. However, that would not have brought you joy. So wow. I will not ask you a super question. What bullshit! I know. I know. Uh, 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 okay. All right, Brian. Um, well, do you have a question more than anything else? Uh, do, do you have a question for this week, Brian? I, I do have a question this week, Emerson. Actually, yes, I all do. All right. Well, let, let's hear. What is what is the question that uh, you're trying to stump me with this week? All right, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Question is, what is the official tagline for the WCW? Great American Bash of 1998. Great American Bash 1998. Yes. They had an official tagline. Yes. All right. So what was Great American Bash 98? That was the uh, Hogan and Brett versus Savage and Piper uh, tag match. And they did Goldberg versus Conan, because, you know, what the hell, and Sting versus the Giant for both tag team titles. And Which many events that, if I'm not mistaken. Well, it was the last match. 
Um, technically, the yeah. main event was a tag match, and then the singles match following with Piper and Savage. Um, let's see. Let's see. I'm trying to picture the commercial for the show. I'm picturing the poster. Poster, I think, had Goldberg on it, which is not really saying much. I don't. Hmm. I'm sure you'll come up with some wacky thing. I can only imagine how this uh, plays into the incredibly lengthy question that you allegedly had. No, it had nothing, It has nothing to do with the completely lengthy question I had for you, actually. It has nothing to do with it, so. See, the thing is, like, there was no tagline. It's not like, I'm sure you'll sit here and tell me, oh, no, on the poster it said in very small type at the bottom something stupid like the new American pastime or something. But, like, the point, there was no tagline. Like, a tagline... Is like WWE saying uh, then, now, and forever, and Michael Cole saying that over and over and over again. That's a tagline. Like giving me something that was at the very bottom of a poster that no one remembers, not even me. Uh, okay, fine. The new American pastime. No, actually, that's not all of it. Uh huh. No. It is not all of it. It mm-hmm. is part of it, yes, but it is not all of it. Mm-hmm. Go on. Uh, are you stumped? Did I get you? No. Just tell me this, Brian. When did they ever say this tagline once on television? I I am not sure because I did not watch the this pay per view, but I can tell you right it, now that the official can, uh-huh. huh huh right uh-huh. Uh-huh. the official tagline for the 1998 Great American Bash, which it uh-huh. does say on the poster of the Great American Bash 1998. You can go ahead and you can go ahead and research Emerson. It says uh-huh. baseball, hot dogs, and apple pie tradition sucks. The new American pastime. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's not the tagline. It's just some crap written on no, the poster. No. Nope. Brian, I sort of got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to according to what? It. Wikipedia. Yes. Brian, it, it's crap written on a poster. It's not a tagline. It also says on the poster, "Order from your cable or satellite company now." If I would have said that, would that you, have you, counted? You did you look this uh, up? I just, you were wrong. Goldberg I'm looking. Is, I'm oh, looking. Okay. I'm looking it up right now, and yeah, it, okay. isn't that a picture of Goldberg on there? No, it's not actually. Whatever. Um, but either way, it's like it's just some crap written on a poster. It's not a tagline, no matter what Wikipedia is going to tell you. Sorry. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, by the way, it's it's on the uh, network sometime. Watch it, and um, if and by the way, um, it didn't say tradition sucks, so you're wrong too. Tradition bites. Tradition bites. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, but tradition bites, uh-huh. not it's sucks. Not the same I apologize. Thing. Not the same thing. 
I stumped you, damn it. You're just not accepting my stump. You're stumped. You did not. That's not a stump. You, like, in order to actually, okay, like, it's not a tagline unless, like, it's ever used. I have every Nitro. I have every Thunder. You show me on any of those tapes. At some point, a tagline has to be said. It's like WrestleMania 20, the tagline was where it all begins again, and they wouldn't shut up saying that over and over again. Uh-huh. Like, WCW's tagline was where the big boys play, and you heard that on every show. Well, it wasn't yeah. something that... Exactly. It wasn't just something that they uh, that they put on a poster and then never, ever referenced. It's like... I, I can go back into any poster in WWE, WCW, ECW history, and they had some crap right on the bottom. Does that count? You should have asked me what the hell the... Uh, to say in... Uh, French, what it said on the WrestleMania 30 poster, whatever the translation was from from Let the Good Times Roll. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, it doesn't count, dude. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. What? Nope. Uh-huh. And let's see here. Alrighty, so to continue on with our lives... Saturday night's main event, number three. Well, technically, it's number six. From Providence. Still alive over there? Yeah, no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just bulking in my in my victory. Uh-huh, uh-huh. There was no victory. Mace, what are you watching over there? I'm not watching anything. What the hell was that noise in the background? I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh-huh. I currently have Facebook up and our our live podcast on mute, but I did so, not touch anything. Yeah. I knew I could hear myself. No, it's, it's muted. Why, why are you... Why did you... Why, why do you have the podcast up anyway? So we at least like, have not, one person live listening to us. So anyway, they promised exclusive WrestleMania 2 footage with this uh, episode. Uh, no Jesse, but we did get Bobby. Um, yeah, and thank commentary. you for bringing him in. Whatever. Um, Hulk Hogan <laughs> and Junkyard Dog versus the Funks in uh, yet another edition of JYD Abuses Jimmy Hart. And yes. this time, there's, this time, Haiti Kid was there. And, and I have a quick question: Who was Hoss Funk? Dory. It did not look like Dory Funk. It was Dory Funk. Why couldn't yeah, why didn't it be Dory Funk then? Because Vince is a dick. Ah, uh, so it didn't look like Dory, but okay. JYD doesn't know why the Funks hate him so much. I was putting my money on he keeps beating up their manager. Possibly. Possibly. Um, let's see here. Outside the ring, Terry Funk beat up the Haiti kid and Hulk Hogan, upon seeing this, stormed up and down the ring. Uh, finally, Hogan. Jimmy hit Haiti with the running iron and that was one time too many. Uh, full-grown yeah. wrestlers can beat up midgets, but not 110-pound managers. 
Exactly. Exactly. Um, let's see here. Terry Funk, for some stupid reason, took a backdrop on the cement, um, and Hogan pinned Terry Funk again, but this time with a leg drop to go along with the clothesline. Anything to say? I'm still I'm still celebrating my my stump. If any of our live listeners agree with that, I stumped Emerson. Please call in and voice their opinion. Let's see. Voice your opinion. There we go. Muting Brian now. Um, so that goes on to he's. I, I don't know if Brian can hear me. Uh, I guess I'll find out when I unmute him here in a second. But he's going to be so pissed. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, I'll unmute him. Brian, seriously, can you hear me? You fucking, seriously, you fucking muted me. <laughs> I heard a beep and I thought you hung up on me. Nope. Did you at least hear me saying that I muted you? Yes, I heard every word you were saying, and you said how pissed off I was that you, were, that you muted me. <laughs> how dare you mute me? You realize I could do it again, right? Yes, I understand this. This is bullshit. Mm-hmm. And, and you're complaining that I'm the reason why kids can't listen to our show. I didn't say, I didn't say that. I said bullshit. Yeah. Sheesh. Sheesh. Um, Battle of the Fat People, King Kong Bundy versus Uncle Elmer. What are you trying to whistle? I am the champion. Dun, dun, dun. Um, so during the pre-match weigh-ins for this match, it had no weight limit. <laughs> Um, Elmer ate a big bucket of fried pig parts <laughs> during the pre-match weigh-in and still weighed less than King Kong Bundy. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't listen to Brian's horrible whistling anymore. <laughs> Brian, I hope you promise to not whistle anymore while I bring you back onto the phone line here. <laughs> you fucking me again! Yes, I did. Oh boy! Um, if you enjoy, call in and voice your opinion now. <laughs> I think everyone would agree with me. Oh, some horrible whistle. Guy Ironsword Stone, call in now and voice your opinion. Fat people shoving around, shoving each other around for five minutes, and uh, King Kong Bundy, who last month main evented WrestleMania two, was thrown around by Uncle Elmer. But Bundy did pick up the big win with an elbow. Brian, your thoughts? Still fuming over being muted twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, 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 as, yeah, as, I agree with everything you just said. As opposed to now when you're just uh, muting yourself because you're just heavy breathing? I agree with everything you said about the match. Bundy went from main events in WrestleMania to a squash match with Uncle fucking Elmer, who I don't think appeared at WrestleMania 2. Yes, he did. Now you're he going to correct Adrian me and Ad- tell me he did. Okay, yep. There you go. <laughs> he lost to Adrian Adonis. Anything else on the match? Mm-mm. Okay. So, Brian, are you going to nope. see anything more of the, you gonna see anything more of the rest of the show? 
No, I'll say I'll say stuff. Go ahead. I'm I, I'm full on full with it. Let's go. I'm ready. Uh huh. Okay. Adrian Adonis. Adrian Adonis versus Paul Orndorff. Uh, let's see here. Vince took offense to Paul Orndorff or to Adrian Adonis' dress. Geez, I would have been offended by Paul Orndorff's dress too. Um, oh, you and, just fucked uh, up. You just said, you said Vince McMahon was offended by Adrian Adonis' dress, and then you just said I will, You said you have been offended by Paul, Paul Orndorff's dress. You really didn't Who's listen to what the I dress, said. Emerson? You didn't listen to what I said, and I did you, Brian. Yes, I did. What did I say, Brian? I don't know. Continue with your thoughts. Uh-huh. Fixation um, with Adonis, uh, of Adonis as Orndorff was unbelievably gay. Okay. Orndorff got ready for this match by taking a steam with Mean Gene, while the gay guy got ready for his match by posing with Paul Orndorff's cutout. Now, what, what, what's more gay, steaming with a guy or just taking a picture with a cutout? I mean, you, I, and guys took a picture of the three, the 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 three guys outside of the House of Blues in New Orleans. I didn't find anything gay with that, but yeah, so I, I just like gay? that. I just like that Mean Gene being professional. He is. He's in there with his microphone and the camera crew and. While taking a steam. Um, let's see. It just proves um, that he's allowed inside a, inside a steam room, but he's not allowed in a hospital with camera guys and tech crews and the stick guy and all that stuff. Yep. Um, Orndorff. I'm on hospital. Orndorff got himself intentionally disqualified by choking the referee or choking Adonis and then shoving the referee across the ring. So Adrian won. Referee deserved it. I'm sure he did. The, that son of a bitch. I believe the referee was a very young Tim White. Mr. White, please don't do that. Mr. White? Mr. White? Yes. Mr. White. Poor bastard. <laughs> uh, Ricky Steamboat versus Jake Roberts. He just angled out of this match. Uh, this is the famous angle of Jake giving Ricky Steamboat a DDT on the concrete floor, legit knocking out the dragon. And of course, Dragon, like it just, like you were just watching TV, it's like, wow, Steamboat really deadweighted Jake there. And no, it wasn't just him deadweighting Jake. He, uh, Steamboat was out like a clock. Um, hmm. And uh, after the match, well, I say after the match, the match never got going, uh, Jake laid a snake all over Ricky and got into his mouth, and Bonnie was at ringside and was. Aghast by this. Yes. And, I'll be yep. pissed too. Yep, Her so, going to be to watch that. Nope. So, uh, Ricky got a few months off so he could go make babies with Bonnie. And uh, that was it. Came back for WrestleMania uh, 3. Well, he actually came back for the next Saturday Night's Main Event, which we'll get to next week. Um, and that leads us to the main event. The last match we watched, 13 or 14 matches later, here we go. Two out of three falls for the tag team titles, the British Assholes versus Sheik and Volkov. And Sheiky, baby. Sheik got won the first fall in less than two minutes with the camel clutch. And he did not fuck him in the ass. 
He's just very well, fast. Well, he wasn't. He wasn't Brian Blair. He wasn't a no good That's jabroni. True. That's good. That's uh, true. This is true. The second fall didn't go much longer. Uh, Nick uh, Nikolai thought he won the match. However, he didn't. So Davy Boy rolled him up for the uh, win. Um, and after, between the falls, between the second and third fall, Dynamite Kid was diagnosed with, and I quote, severely torn ligaments in his right knee. Severely? Severe. Appar- apparently he was unaware of this diagnosis because it wasn't selling his knee hurting at all. I was going to say, he looked pretty good for someone who had a torn knee, knee cartilage. I mean, if that's yep. the case, then why do people take, you know, six to nine months off to recuperate such knee injuries? Once your name's John Cena, who comes back in three months from whatever injury he may have. Oh, John Cena's head will fall off and he'll make SmackDown. Yes, yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Bulldog. Monday night on Raw. I still make that. Uh, Bulldogs retain the title, by the way. Anything to say about that, Brian? Uh, nope. I'm amazed that Dynamite Kid got healed in a matter of five minutes. I mean, he's, he's no John Cena, but... So, uh, overall, for the three shows, up, thumbs up, thumbs down, or thumbs in the middle? Block me, thumbs down, or thumbs in the middle. Remember. What? Last week, did I give the first three thumbs up or thumbs in the middle? Uh, middle. 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 Well, I'm going to continue in the middle because, yeah, this just wasn't... I, I still don't understand the whole concept of having the main match, the main advertised match in the middle of the card, no matter what time it comes on air. I, but that's just I, I, don't, I don't see why that continues to confuse you. Like, no one's going to stick know. around until 12.40 to watch Hulk Hogan. Wow. There's a reason why these matches went on last. Because they put the butts in the seats, I guess, or the butts in front of the television. It's pretty much. Um, so that's Saturday night's main event. We're going to do three more yeah. of them next week. We're going to keep doing three at a time. I think there's like 36 of them, Brian. Yes, we we have the next 12 weeks. Yep. All taken care of, I guess. Yes, we do. I can't imagine what we'll do after that. Um, I don't know. Not commit suicide like poor Robin Williams did, obviously. Yes, I want to shoot me. Wow. Uh, Good yes, God! I, 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 if I were over there right now, I would smack you. I am sorry. Like I feel super bad that no, you he committed suicide and he died and everything. Yes, I do. I felt bad that he's a true comedic legend, and I will really miss Robin Williams movies. I feel very bad that he died. Do I feel very bad that he committed suicide? No. I feel nothing in this world is is can go wrong for you to, to the point of you committing suicide. I understand that was depression and everything else. Completely understand that. However, I feel that nothing in this world is that bad to commit suicide. That's just my feeling on the subject. That is my opinion. I am entitled to it. I feel bad for him dying. Yes. Do I feel super bad for him dying? No. First political statement we say. I'm entitled to it. 
This is why no one listens after an hour into the show. Yes. Oh, God. And we still have SummerSlam predictions to go. Do you get FXX? I kind of love that. Huh? Do you get FXX, Brian? Do I have FXX? Holy crap. We have a caller. We have a caller. (laughs) Hello, uh, this is is Guy Ironstone from Reading, Pennsylvania. Sorry. Oh, did I cut you off? (laughs) Yes, you did, Guy. Guy. (laughs) How you doing? I was going to ask, not too bad, and yourself? (laughs) Good. Uh, you sorry, I wasn't ready for that automated message when I called in, so it was a little off time. What? Please tell me you didn't hear what Brian was just talking about. Uh, yeah, I was going to say uh, Robin Williams cleaning suicide, a uh, shooter at work. Yeah. Oh, was it a shooter at work? Yeah. <laughs> this is a wrestling show. Yeah. I, I, th- I think it's a shoot. Brian, you think it was a shoot or a work? I don't know. I'm thinking probably a shoot, yeah. Sure, why not? <laughs> I uh, always love sorry. I always love when I uh look over and there's a caller com- calling in. I'm like, holy shit. Thank you, Guy, for taking the hint of someone calling in and voicing their opinion on the Trump Emerson thing. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Uh, were you listening to that part, Guy? Oh, I'm sorry, what? Did you hear the part where Brian's now claiming to stuff stump me on trivia? Yeah, I, I, I text him, and I, I think it was, a, I, do, I do think it was a partial stump. Just partial. Oh! I, I, I don't count it when it's like little writing at the bottom of a poster somewhere. But, yeah, but see, you remembered like a third of it, so you did remember part of well, it, right? So it's something, well, you remembered that existed. What? I said like the most random, vague thing ever. I don't even remember what I said at this point. (laughs) Something about America's pastime, I recall. Uh, The new American pastime. Yeah. Uh, So whatever. Um, It doesn't, uh, it's not that important. I just saw bad because Brian name dropped me, so I'm like, well, now I got to call in, so, Jesus Christ. Actually, I laugh more that he can, uh, he fucked up your last name, didn't he? I'm sorry, I, you're coming in a little fuzzy. I apologize on my Did, phone here. Didn't he fuck up your last name? Yeah, that's my Facebook last name. I, uh, I'm exactly. Incognito. I actually, I just thought he fucked up your. Uh, just saying that. No, I, thought he, no. I, uh, I thought he said something else. Uh, Either way, hey, you want to stick around yeah. for SummerSlam predictions? Uh, sure, if I can hear you okay. I, I apologize if I keep asking you to repeat what you're saying, but I must have a weird Don't, connection. What? It, it'll be like I'm at work. I might as, I might as well get some what? music playing for the SummerSlam prediction. <laughs> and you should know, you should know I, don't know how, I don't know how loud the music is on the, when you're listening, but the music on our headset gets really loud to me. I want to uh, hold it away from your ear for a second here. Sure. What? Uh, yep, had to play the old school SummerSlam theme. 
that, so, that's probably one of my favorite ones. My favorite all right. cool intros. All right, so we're just picking a straight-up winner. Um, no, you don't have to guess. And guy disconnected. What? Guy disconnected. That bastard. Hmm. Well, well, he might, he <laughs> might call back in. But anyway, guy, Brian, we're just, we're just picking straight up winner here, Brian. Um, right. Start. We'll start from the bottom up. Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins. In the most boring gimmick match they could think of, a lumberjack match. Like, could they pick like I don't know, like a, a briefcase on the pole match, or like you know, Bruce does, Gene Ambrose. Bruce, Gene Ambrose was able to pick this match, and he could pick any match he wanted, and he chose a lumberjack match. Well, he felt bad for the people who weren't going to be on the show and not get a payday for working it. I, I guess that's nice of him to do, but I, anywho, I pick Seth Rollins in a very boring match. And hey, you got to think about it. Uh, hey, guys, back. Oh. Welcome back, there. Cotter. Thanks, uh, sir. I don't... Go ahead. No problem. So what the hell, uh, we're talking guys? about the. Were we that boring? You had to hang up on us. Yeah, I, I got hung up on myself. Actually, I don't know what happened. Ah. Well, maybe you should update talking... your phone once in a while. I, I'm yeah, sorry, Brian. Yeah, but you know, Brian, not everyone could be like you and buy a brand new phone every six months. And hey, it's not my fault. The, the, the dumbasses that gave me a free upgrade three months after I got a free upgrade. Not my fault. Okay, Snitsky. Uh, so we're uh, doing the uh, Dean Ambrose-Seth Rollins lumberjack match, an excuse to get everybody on the show. Um, this is where your Usos and your Wyatts and everyone else will be uh, to stand outside. Brian's got Seth. Who have you got, guy? I'm going to call bullshit interference Triple H or something. That's what I'm going with. Okay. And so you think it's going to be a draw, a double DQ or whatever? Yeah, something along those lines, yeah. Okay, and I am I said Ambrose would win at Battleground. I'm going to pick Ambrose again, so maybe this time Lux oh. will be right. Huh. Um, I see title match, Miz and Dolph. Uh, Brian? Miz. Guy, I'm going Miz, and I'm gonna finish off the. I I don't think uh, Dolph is going to be pushed after Sunday. This is it, one and done. Miz will win. Um, AJ and Page, can this match possibly be worse than it was last month? AJ's the champ. Page is challenging. Who wins, Brian? AJ. And uh, a, a very hopefully quick match by Cetus going in between Cena and Lesnar and what other big matches there? Stephen uh, Bray. It's Stephen Bray. That it's probably gonna go right in the middle. But I don't see him doing two divas match in rows. That's about Stephen Bray. This yep. is gonna be the second to last match on the card, pretty much. Or it might be the second match. Uh, guy. Uh, I'll go with uh, Paige. This will be different. I was going to say, I think, you know, uh, despite what Brian thinks about his favorite Devo winning twice over AJ this week, uh, (laughs) this feud is going to continue. I think Paige wins the belt back, and they feud again through Night of Champions. I like that. Um, Eva Marie. Eva Marie. So hot. One, two, touch the Did you guys remember... 
Do you notice they all stick their tongues out now? The divas, when they get angry, it's like some kind of weird scripting thing they're supposed to do. I did. Speaking of angry things, um, I just muted Brian again. Uh, I've been muting him a few times tonight, and I'm sure right now he's really pissed at me. And we'll let him sit on mute now for a few seconds while we go to the next match. Um, Bray Bray White and Chris Jericho, they also had a crappy match last month. Uh, the Wyatts are banned from ringside, Harper and Rowan. Uh, does Jericho win again, or does Bray get the win on SummerSlam? I'm going to say Jericho takes it because he's going to be... Isn't he going to be off in a few weeks? Isn't he going to be done? Uh, yeah, I think he's done after Night of Champions. Yeah, oh, well, that's true. He might win one Night of Champions then, so maybe I'll give it to Bray. i, I got to imagine Jericho would win on his way out, but I could be wrong. I think Bray wins just because Jericho won last time, and now we'll bring Brian back on to tell us that he thinks Bray's going to win, I'm sure. Brian, who's going to win? Brian, who's going to win? <laughs> Brian? You bastard. You did me again. <laughs> Don't make bad Adam Sandler references. I should have muted you for the Robin Williams joke. It wasn't a joke, it was a serious rant. I, I should have Anywho, muted you. I, I pick Bray Wyatt to win this match. What, what a shock. You heard Guy and I pick him, so he had to be the same as us. No, um, because Jericho won last month, so I'm going with Bray Wyatt this month. And he better not disappoint <laughs> me like he did last month. And at WrestleMania, he lost to Mania too, Brian. Well, yeah, if you pick Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania to defeat John Cena, you're a fucking idiot. Hell, I even think Guy, who hates John Cena, picked John Cena to win at WrestleMania. I'm like, yeah, 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 you are. Yeah, yeah. See, see. Uh huh. You know what? I think Um, I think Guy should get posts with us one of these weeks. What do you think, Guy? Uh, if I have a good connection, it sounds a m- lot better on my end right now than it did earlier, so I, I'm I'm good now. I'm good with that. Okay. Well, th- th- this means you have to watch some old school wrestling with us. And no, we we should we should do guys first WrestleMania, which was last year, WrestleMania 29 in New Jersey, and we can uh, tell so you our our trip our trip story, or we could do WrestleMania this year and guys 20 guy and I 20 hour venture down to New Orleans. Ooh, Brian ooh. just wants an excuse to not watch a show one week. And <laughs> this is true. However, I'll tell you, that was the biggest, you know, such an emotional trip. We had so much fun, and then, you know, on the way home, we find out Warrior dies and the whole ride home stuff. Yeah, yeah. I am. And, but it kept you um, awake the, the last couple of hours from our night one back trip, didn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Weird, you were complaining how much how tired you were, and then ever since sent me that text message, and then yeah, we were yeah. wide awake. Yeah. What's going on? Might have saved yeah. our lives. I don't even know. Wow, that'd be weird. Yeah, indeed. Um, Rusev versus Swagger in the match that almost nobody knows the rules to. It's a flag match. They could be doing it one of two ways. It could either be what a lot of people are thinking, which would be a capture the flag thing, where they hang up the poles and you grab your flag or there's also talks that it's just pinfall or submission and whoever uh, uh, wins gets to raise their flag and play the anthem afterwards. Rusev and Swagger who you got guys? 
Go ahead, Brian. Ah, uh, Rusev. I don't see him losing. Just need a swagger. I don't really see him losing. Guy? I I had Brian go first because I wanted to see what he said. I really don't know. This whole thing with Russia seems to be, uh, they really seem to like Russia these days in WWE. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Something for me to say. I mean, I kind of want to agree with Brian just because, uh, I don't know. I think I think Vince likes Putin or something. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, we know Vince does not like Obama. He is right. Uh, exactly. Staunch, he, we know he's a staunch Republican. Um, so Rusev's your guy. I think so. I'm going to be different. Um, I think that they're going to do capture the flag rules, and they'll have Swagger win, and this way Team USA wins the flag match again. And Rusev doesn't lose. He lost because someone else climbed the ropes faster than his fat ass could. And uh, that was that. Um, well, I guess that's true then. I guess it, it would all depend on how they, exactly they do the match. And also, oh, you, yeah, you, Lana hasn't talked on Raw in like three weeks. Oh, Lana. So hot. I'm done. I'm going to mute you again. I said I was actually, done. actually, with Guy on the phone, I'll just hang up on you entirely. Uh, <laughs> or Randy Orton, Roman Reigns. Does anyone think Orton's got a chance? No. No. Yeah, it, it, it's Roman all the way, which of course means Orton will probably win due to Glenn the Libertarian coming out. Of course. Glenn the freaking Libertarian. Um, co-main event. The second biggest match on the show, Stephanie McMahon, Brie Bella. Who wins? Oh, gosh. I don't know. <laughs> uh. I, I think uh. Steph wins, and I think Nikki turns heel. Okay. Huh. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with Steph winning, but I don't know about Nikki turning heel yet. I'll get back on that one. Yeah, there's one more match, Brian. You don't have a whole lot of time to think about this. Well, then give me the one more match, and we'll go from there. Good call. Well, John Cena, Brock Lesnar, WWE title. Brock Lesnar is vowed to leave John Cena in his blood and his piss and his vomit. And (laughs) does Brock uh, win the title again? For the first time in over a decade. Go ahead, guy. Uh, I have a lot of emotional feelings about this one. Seeing you know Undertaker lose live with you two fine fellas, and uh, I was not. Uh, at this point, it demeans everything about Undertaker's reputation if uh, Cena wins. The way I look at it. Mm-hmm. That's just my feeling. I don't even care who wins at this point. I think I'm going to be salty either way, because it's just Lesnar. But uh, i got to say, Lesnar has to win, in my view. Yeah. Brian? Um, I have to agree with the guy. I think Lesnar will win, but how they're, how they're going to keep the title on Lesnar with him only being, appearing so many times? According to his oh, contract, I... he's only required to appear so many times a year. Oh. I mean, I want to go with Lesnar, but, yeah, I don't know. 
well, the problem is Brock's going to win. Like, that's, like, but you go back to what you had mentioned. He's going to have to lose the title at some point. Does he lose the yeah. title next month? Does he lose the Night of Champions? Or do they let him go on a hiatus with the belt and uh, bring him back to eventually lose to Roman Reigns at WrestleMania? And which is a lot of people's thoughts on what's going to happen there. But we're going to have to see. But yeah, I I think we, we've had this match before with John Cena and Brock Lesnar, and everyone, all conventional wisdom said that uh, Brock wins and Cena won. I don't think anyone is in the right mind thinking that uh, Brock is losing this one. Mm-hmm. So that like, you never know. Though. No, you don't. That brings us back, Brian, to one more thing. Stephen Bree. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with Steph. As long as she wears super uh, tight clothing, I will go with Steph. So you, you think yeah. Bree's going to wear, like, baggy shorts or something? No, I just, miss, I just miss Stephanie wrestling and her super tight outfits that she had on back in the late 90s. She wore a loose pair of pants and a T-shirt. <laughs> No, no. Wow. Um, so yeah. that's SummerSlam Sunday, and of course we'll be back at 11 o'clock as soon as SummerSlam goes off the air because we didn't learn our lesson. And that's no, the subtitle of the Sunday show. Yes, we are. And we'll be back live at 11 o'clock. Um, what do you think of the new Claire Lynch st- storyline, Brian <laughs> and Guy? <laughs> uh. Of, of all the storylines for WWE to steal from TNA. <laughs> now, is that Sammy uh, uh, Callahan's girlfriend? No. No. Daniel Bryan, right? That... No. Yeah, uh, supposedly Daniel Bryan's uh, sleeping with uh, his... Uh, Megan uh, Miller. Physical therapist. Physical therapist. Oh, that's no, right. right. Uh, I forget who I told you, who uh, what's his name's girlfriend is, but... Uh, I think his girlfriend... Oh, no, his girlfriend is Havoc, who's going to be on TNA in a few weeks. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. She'll be on TV <laughs> before uh, your boy will be. So that, Which I messaged to be a future guest on this show. He did not get back he, to me. He works for WWE. You'll never hear back from him. Uh-huh. Um, but you know what else? You know, we talked about Claire, the Claire Lynch storyline being on Monday. You want to know what else was on Monday, Brian? Oh. <laughs> yep, as soon as they played it, I jumped up for joy. And you would. Hey, it, it, it took us 87 minutes, Brian. You know I had to play this song at some point. <laughs> oh, boy. Here, here we go. Here's, my, uh, here's the part. How can you not love that song? Guy, what is your opinion on that song? Uh, I just oh, I keep thinking Wyatt Earp now, because that's what JBL called him when he was walking down. <laughs> His big-ass mustache. Yeah, and i got to figure uh, Vince was telling that in the headpiece to uh, call him that, i got to assume. 
I, I got to think Vince just watched Wyatt Earp last week for the first time. He's like, wow, this is a great movie. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, I'm, still waiting, I'm still waiting for him to watch the Blair Witch Project for the first time and wait for the storylines to come out of that. Oh, dear God. Oh, speaking of movies, real quick, I, I do agree with Emerson that Brian needs to watch The Room already. If his, this podcast yes, is no. Oh, yes. That, that's that's going to be happen. what you're. That's going to be what you have to watch one week, Brian. That's going to be my nope. pick. Is the room? Yep. Nope. I will not watch it. It really is good, though. It is pretty. I, I like. Yeah, I, I like to point out that Brian refuses to watch it because you and I both like it. No, I, I, just, I, I. No, it's not. I just. I just don't want to watch it. Why? I, I saw I saw your preview on it and I just didn't like it. I it sounds like a uh, stupid movie. I'm sorry, Brian. What if I watch it with you? Can we be drunk? We... No, you you can't be drunk the first time you watch it. It's too awesome nope, to watch it no. drunk. Nope. Agreed. Nope. You, you can nope. be drunk I watched the second Danny Darko for the one and only time I watched Danny Darko. I was trashed off my mind. I never watched it again because I it was that horrible. So I refused to watch it. Why don't you watch off my mind? Why don't you watch Made in Manhattan? I I watched that sober. Nicole made me watch it a couple times. So yeah. So so tell me, will you watch the? What what would you watch first, The Room or Birdemic? Or what? Birdemic. Without that. Yeah, you know what Birdemic is, right? Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it, but I've heard a lot about it. Oh, my God. God. There's a difference, Brian. The Room is such a horrible movie. It is awesome, and it's hard to find someone who doesn't love the movie who's watched it. Birdemic is just the worst movie of all time. And there's no... Is it worse than Sharknado? I've never seen Sharknado. I've... Spared myself from that, but I'm going to say yes. Because at wow. least with Sharknado, you can laugh over the idea of a Sharknado. Sure. A what? Sharknado. Yeah, that's it's okay. a tornado full of sharks. Oh. Ryan really, oh, okay. Ryan really does not watch much TV, does he? He's a little behind on pop culture. It's okay. A little behind. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is why we mute him. Well, we we promised to not go 91 minutes this week as we pass into the 90-minute uh, barricade right now. Um, well, Guy, we, we're going to get going here. We're going to wrap the show up a bit. Do you want to uh, give a shout-out to anybody or anything? Uh, no, I have no shout-outs, but thank you anyway. Uh, Brian, you want to pl- you plug your stuff, Brian? Nope. Follow me on Facebook. If you if you not friend request me, I will see who you're friends with and go from there. And this is guys' favorite part of the show right here. <laughs> oh. Yep. Well, until Sunday night at eleven o'clock, I bid everyone a fond adieu, and we'll see you again in, in the future. I stopped Emerson. Bye. Crying sucks.
With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.